So we meet again. Happy Sunday to you. Yes, we meet again. We had a couple of people in here. I thought your mic was broken. So looks like you're a yeah. No, I ran downstairs. No, oh, I, I, I ran to go get a drink. I'm uh, I'm I'm celebrating my week off today. Oh, really? Good for you, man. You get is it starting today or is it to the end of the week? End of the vacation? It's just getting started, baby. But you suck. <laughs> so you had to run downstairs and get your drink your soft drink right yeah it's a uh, high noon what's a high noon it's like you a die vodka, uh, it's, it's like a vodka vodka seltzer drink um, in a can it's pretty good actually oh geez sounds pretty terrible sounds like malt liquor do you can you buy it at a beer can you buy it at like walmart nah they only have it in liquor stores around me Okay, that's the real deal then. Okay, yeah, so they, they got a lot of uh, a lot of the liquor stores are adopting this canned mixed drink um, culture, which I, I think I'm all in favor of. Oh, I've I see I've seen this stuff before. I just looked at the website. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got to put in my date of birth. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. But anyway, congratulations, man. You got anything planned for this week? Um. I'm going to I'm going to do a lot of Twitter spaces I think I think that's my my big plan I'm going to uh I'm going to fud everyone's bags. I'm sick of these say bots. It really pissed me off today. They yeah, want something tweet. Well, how you doing crypto dungeon? <laughs> Good. How are you guys? I'm getting ready for something soon. So I got to like I got a jam. I know. Um, I, I don't know what that thing is, but I hope you do awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got to do some research and and relearn shit. So, excuse my language. Um, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. Um, but I just wanted to bring up Cyber Bostrom Boot. It's moving. I know, man. It's it's so hard for me to like wrap my head around it. I want to do a video on it, but I would look like I'm trying to figure that thing out. Have you seen anyone else here like read their gone through their website and claim their their airdrop and then? Yeah, I have like fifty-eight billion space pussy. <laughs> can you can you figure out how to like do the uh, transfer or the swapping for the helium and stuff like that, or the hydrogen or whatever it's called? I don't believe in science. <laughs> but you, uh, we won't go there. But anyway, yeah. Um, I just think I think I see a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I see a lot of people talking about it and making fan videos and stuff. And this has um, got the attention of some. Some people, big people out there. I know that for sure. So um, go ahead and fight it, I Joe. Bought, Tell me what, no, I, what crap project I, they are. I bought blindly, and I and I bought lower when it when it dropped like sixty percent after I bought. So I'm I'm involved. I'm involved. I'm yeah, because I told I told you I bought. No, no, <laughs> I, had, so right? I bought. Even, I bought even before you. I bought during that big spike um, when they did the airdrop or whatever. 
So I oh, bought okay. kind of high, and then when it dropped down like six to seven percent, I bought again in two different wallets. So I think I'm I'm good. I'm 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 not locked and loaded, but I I feel like I have um some stake in the in this protocol. You trailblazer, you. Um, did you guys ever watch uh, Jacob's video with uh, D- uh, Dima? Try to get your head around that stuff. Look it up on uh, look up Kadakian, Kadikian. I can never say his damn name. It's just Jacob, Notional and Cyber, and look it up on YouTube and just watch that for like an hour. Um, either you'll go to sleep, you'll be in- incredibly intrigued. But anyway, since we've got Crypto Dungeon here, let's fud his project. What do you guys think, huh? Let's just go after him. I think I, think I think I solved. I think I solved all Juno's problems today. I figured out what Juno needs to do, and I think I solved it. Sorry, man, we broke you up there. And by the way, good evening, everybody. I hope everyone's good. I didn't even ask you how you are. Would you say you're talking about Juno now? Yeah, I think Juno needs to just um, buy other tokens with the Juno token. I think that's what needs to happen. I think there's a lot of, there's more nuance to that. But I think there could be a mutual way for Juno to support builders and get a return. But it's going to involve validators making less money. So, fine. Kind of going in a little bit out, man. You got to get closer to the. You'll be underneath the desk pretty soon, but not yet. It's your first drink, right? Uh, um, you can't hear me. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's not the usual professional, professionally done, polished you. So you, how do you want to fud me? Uh, I, oh, think, uh, I think we got we got to spend some Juno here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know this this unrecorded recorded space. I don't know. I got to watch what I say here. Let's grill them. Let's get them. Let's let's nail it and make it into sound bites. What do you think? Come on, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just a troublemaker right now because I I, I got there's a certain program that somebody might know in this group that I have to download and make it work and it never damn it never works for me. So maybe I can DM about it later. Anyway, you guys go ahead and fud Juno. I'm not it's, the person who knows what that is. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, maybe I can ask you if you know what it is by DM, but um, I'm going to try it again. Anyway, yeah, we're talking about crypto, crypto dungeon in general, the whole business model. You want to fud that or not? Is that, that tasteless or not? I think it's an awesome model, but uh, you know, as I told, as I've told Tank many times, I'm very bullish on, on 40 year olds that play video games. I Same even, here. I don't play video games anymore. I just play D&D. <laughs> you know i've never played that before and i kind of know should. What you and tank should make a group oh my god me and tank me and tank should do a lot of things i would just get drunk the whole time that's fine i want to get drunk uh, right now. I need to the ratings right now what's up the fellas? ratings will be tremendous i i think it's hi tank how you doing no i think what's it's up, a, i think it's a great hey how you Marvin? doing I think it's a great project, man. I think it was the thing that, that kind of like shined a light on Cosmos. I mean, it was kind of like much needed. It was like a shot of epinephrine or whatever you call it. Because we were coming out of the bear at that point. It was, it was, um, there was some hard times behind us. So uh, it was refreshing to see you guys on the stage. Yo, Thanks I'm, a lot. For- I just realized I, I am recording the space. So yeah, definitely watch what you say. I already said space, pussy. Oh my God. Now, now I can't play this for my kid. Pussy. Space pussy. There you go. We got it done right. So um, what's Tank up to today? Uh, I'm just going to shut up and listen to you guys while I get ready. Man, I've just been uh, 
doing the whole Sunday church thing and then working around the house, but trying to take care of some widow makers that are hanging from the trees. But other than that, man, I'm just, just, you know, trying to, trying to survive out here. Trying to make some You guys ever get the, uh, sometimes it feels. Go ahead. I'm going to call you, call you the Renaissance man of the, uh, of cosmos. I think we should name you that the honorary Renaissance man. The dude that does like 50 different things in a day, gets them all done right. You're a mitochondria. I don't know about getting it done right, but they, they, they do get done. I don't know about getting it done right. My wife would tell you differently. She, she has high expectations. But no, yeah, man, just, just hanging out, just uh, working on a few things, uh, trying to stay in. You know, Joe, so, Joe, you know what I mean. So trying, to, trying to stay in contact with what's happening out there. I was going to say I'm so bullish on Juno, and I'll tell you why. Are you guys sitting there? Why? I'm looking at the SG1 validator, and of the last 100 blocks, they haven't missed a single block. I'm so bullish right now. Is that like one minute? Let me go see. Is that one minute? I don't know. Who cares? I just want to see. (laughs) No, I I went on MinScan. I'm looking at the – I want to look at the emissions, like the, the APR, and it's it's like 20%. And what I think is this. I think Juno just needs to empty the clip. I think it's it's like do or die for Juno. It's not the only Cosmwasm permissionless chain. They've already been milked. The validator set is not ideal. But my idea would be to direct the percentage of um, inflation to uh, actual apps on the chain being built by actual people that are not fucking the whole ecosystem up so my tweet about that was incomplete but i know you you read some of it what'd you think about that actually no yeah i i I absolutely i loved it dude i've been actually i've been actually saying kind of similar uh things when it comes to what we should be doing as far as like you know juno that's the whole question is like what is juno now you know it was something in the markets right now we have so much competitors uh, I, I think very similar, like you, I think we should take a portion of the community pool and I think we should be throwing it at like, at, I'll just name them, Astro Vault, a whale. Uh, I think we should be throwing it at other teams that have built something of value that aren't fucking around, that have gelato, themselves. Gelato that and, are, and Rack. Gelato. Yeah. Yeah, Gelato, Rack, the shit that gelato they're doing. I mean, they're already, um, Gelato's already, so here's the sell the sell program and the ride program just by like throwing uh some incentives that way uh and all this with caveats right like all this stuff like you know uh, obviously if you start an lp or you start finding things it's like it has control blah 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 blah, blah. Uh, by proxy you're incentivizing rack but you're incentivizing uh, all those other programs that are on the ride same thing with axv and Astrovault, if you start LPing over there and start uh, providing incentives there, you're also provide your one, uh, you know, you're you're building a uh, a treasury on other tokens uh, because obviously, like the, the the stipulations would be like you should get a percent of the transaction that's happening in both Juno and the token that you're pairing it with. Um, so you're you're building a treasury uh, of I probably like XV. You're also building a treasury and you're also building kind of like a, a position in all those other projects that are listed on that platform as well. 
So it's it's like for me, what I think Gino is right now is a is a is a is a seed planter. I think that's what Gino is right now. I don't think I honestly, and I don't care if this is recorded or not. I think they need to stop thinking of like themselves as the best one and only golden apple deal or nothing. Uh, I think they need to water it. That's what I think, man. I think uh, I think that um, a lot of the chains they make the same mistake. They'll they'll put incentives on liquidity pools and then dilute their own token, their own stakers, or they just give grants to teams that have with no recourse if the teams just disappear. Which was Juno's. Those are Juno's top two problems. Right? They they just they spent way too much money for no return in general. At the same time, a lot of the top validators are just flat out stealing. Right, like SG one is still the number two validator. Um, he positioned himself there because he was a founder, and then did absolutely nothing as a founder except make shady governance deals to benefit himself. So, my thinking is with yeah. Juno, if you're bullish on Cosmosm, well, guess what? You're not the only Cosmosm chain anymore. Why don't you take positions in apps that are built by other Cosmos chains? And you could diversify your community pool. You could also have leverage over those projects if you do it the way that I said, because you could always liquidate the position and, and you could send the token price tumbling if those builders don't do what they promise. So instead of giving grants and instead of, instead yeah. of doing these spends out of the community pool, you say, okay, um, inflation is 20%. Let's take 1% of that. So still 19% inflation for all the validators that want to cash out day by day. You could still cash out 19%. If you think you're hurting for money, just raise your fee. Who cares, right? Raise your commissions. But 1% doesn't even go into a DAO, sub-DAO, none of that bullshit. It goes directly to the, the app builders. Let's start with one app. Let's say, I think Migaloo is a good example because they're another Cosmosm chain. One percent automatically goes to a, a dollar cost average buying whale tokens from a liquidity pool on Juno that's made up of protocol owned liquidity. So Megaloo Juno, they put up the liquidity, and that's the pool we're gonna work with. One percent every hour, let's say every hour you buy fifty bucks worth of whale tokens. It's automatic buy pressure. You can increase it, decrease it based on how well the legal routine is hitting milestones. Yeah, no, I, 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 I really do agree, man. Like, you know, I, I get like, I get like people's concerns and I get people's focuses and, you know, their wants and stuff like that. But it's just my, it, you know, it's my little humble opinion. And who am I uh, to be very honest with you? But right now, the position that Gino's in is not that of like, we can't take risk. Uh, I'd like right now, if anything, I strongly believe is the time to be taking on risk, a uh, calculated risk, right? And like, you know, not not blowing your load and stuff like that. You want my shit, but like, I we really do need to start be start taking risk and 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 being being uh okay with that, and also like just giving up some fucking godforsaken trust that like. It's none of this shit's gonna get done unless we literally. It doesn't have to be me. Doesn't. I don't give a fuck who it is. If it's somebody that's capable and smart and it's, it's shown that they can execute, uh, like 
just give some trust to a few people and shut the fuck up already. Like, I, I just, that's just where I'm at with it. It's like none of this stuff is going to get anywhere unless that happens. Yeah, and I think um, I think Juno, to me, like, is the chain that governed itself to death. Every single governance prop probably went opposite the way it should have went. They paid the price on every... There was no luck involved in Juno. They, they paid the price on every bad decision. There was no, like, getting lucky on, on the chain. All, unless, obviously, you sold your meta airdrop. When it, when it was like whatever it was, $35,000, whatever, whatever the airdrop peak was for those, those 14 tokens. But with Juno, you have to spend the Juno token. Are you going to spend it in grants? Grants don't work at all, right? Like you give grants to an app builder, we have no idea what the timeline is. You kind of have to pay them up front. There's no guarantee that if you build an app that it's going to actually generate volume or any kind of um, revenue for the community pool, community's pissed. Just take it right out of the inflation. The inflation's already 20%. And by the way, you screw with inflation, it has absolutely no effect on the bonding rate. It has absolutely no effect on the price, right? Inflation price, they're not correlated. Inflation and staking bonded rate are not correlated at all. And, and I know common sense says the opposite, but it's true because we have some of the lowest inflation chains their token doesn't move, and Whale is an example of that, right? Whale has like the lowest inflation, the smallest validator set. Their token doesn't move at all, and it's but they build stuff, right? I, I I like Whale. I don't like their UIs. Their UIs are made complicated for no reason. But let's uh let's just do an experiment with the two Cosmosm game. Let's say Whale and Juno, Archway and Juno. Fucking do it with Chihuahua. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. But the point is, you can convert Juno into other tokens. Yes, you have to spend Juno, and you're, you're taking the first step. Yeah, you might you might make some bad spends, whatever. But that's up to the community to vote on which projects get greenlit. And I would say start with Whale. They have the only deck in the chain, right? Well, how can you trade on Juno, right? Yeah, it's basically... I mean, we have... I think some of that discussion was happening in... I forget what it was, Telegram, the Discord, just so many damn different places sometimes. It's so hard. Um, but I think some people are talking about it. I mean, there is. Like, you can go well, um, or, yeah, whatever, well, uh, and trade there. I think even there are some other, uh, that's not maintained, but there are some other alternatives. You wouldn't want to do it, obviously, but, like, we do have options. The, the point that you're getting to, though, is, like, you, you need to just create plain and simple transactions, right? Plain and simple. You need, you need to create transactions. Um, but yeah, I mean, can you vote? Can you vote a contract off the chain the way you could vote to like eliminate somebody's money? Wait, say that again. Can we vote a smart contract off the chain? On a permissionless platform, if the validator set votes, can they can they nuke a contract? In theoretically, I would guess so. Right? I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna invite Ray Raspberry up to talk about money laundering. This is the money laundering minute. Oh shit! What's going on, Ray? Get What's Ray up, up here. single? About the money laundering, <laughs> you gotta invite Ray up no, here. We're gonna, we're gonna turn this into a real, a real Twitter space. The money laundering minute. <laughs> we're gonna call it. It's a segment about money laundering. Okay, Ray Raspberry is gonna come up, talk about his his sleuthing research on MintScan, and we're gonna get to the bottom of this money laundering that's happening. In All right, Ray. Anytime you're ready. <laughs> 
By, by the way, Tank, yeah, I was going to ask, are we going to stream our first NFT Nashville meeting tonight? Or are we going to just do it like, like in private? Um, I don't know if we're not ready, right? What we have. Yeah, probably not. Cause this is the first we got to, we got to set a couple of like, yeah, maybe next one. That would be cool. I think we do like a little, like a, like a semi-regular stream where we just, people can see us planning NFT Nashville. I think it's uh Yeah, unless you're good with what we talked about earlier. If you're good with what we talked about earlier, then we just basically roll through the same kind of setup and we're golden, right? But like, yeah. I think that's the only thing that I privately wanted to discuss. The hard, the hard part was doing it the first time, I guess. Like there was like a leap of faith involved, right? And you just do it. But now I think yeah. we're good. I think um I think we just add a Bitcoin edge to it because of the date that we're picking coincides with Bitcoin. And um if we put it on the website sometime this week, people can start making plans and I can start booking my stuff and uh everything oh by the way, everything from here on out comes out of my LLC bank account. So I think I, I think it's nice, dude. I'm so glad you freaking you guys got that I had set to up. Do it. It's it's uh it's good. So I have a I have a publishing company now and um the only the only mistake that I made was I put the LLC in New York. Big fucking mistake. Oh, why'd you do that? I, I don't. Don't wait. You could you could have couldn't you have done that in the other residence? Um, it doesn't even matter. I just I just it's like counterintuitive to start a business in a state where you don't go you don't live in right. So yeah, so yeah. like they go on legal Zoom. They're like, yeah, we could set you up with a virtual address. That way you don't have to use your home address. Okay, perfect. I picked the virtual address. They give me one in Manhattan, and um. Uh, New York has these rules where you have to publish announcements in newspapers when you start an LLC, which is fine, right? If you, you publish an announcement in newspapers, like 200 bucks, whatever. They run it for six weeks. Guess how much it is in Manhattan? It's not 200 bucks. I'll give you a hint. How much is like it? $1,100 to run a fucking newspaper. Holy and, shit. And you can't even, you're not even allowed to pick the newspaper where you run the ad. Dude, you need to move to Tennessee, bro. No, so I think, I, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about just moving the address outside New York City to somewhere else in New York. And then after I get in compliance with the, uh, like the newspaper publishing announcement, I'll just move it right back to Manhattan. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Fuck with it a little bit. So stupid. It's so, That's it's so fun. dumb. It's just, <laughs> it's, just, and you go through like the, the county clerk of New York and you don't need, they tell you which newspapers because there's a handful of whitelisted newspapers that handle this. So they rotate through them. So each one gets a piece of the action, which means they could, they could price fix, right? So it's literally, it's literally price fixing. So yeah, it's like over a thousand dollars to run a six week ad. Hey, this is my LLC. Nobody cares. Just read this. And, and I, I'm in compliance now with the state, but yeah. That's it. New York's a funny place, man. Fuck all it, that. It's a I, stupid I love, place. I love Tennessee. It's a are, are, are you going to come to NFT NYC? Are you, are you thinking about it at least? I can't. I, again, I can't because it's on a stupid date and I can't make it up there. It's definitely on a stupid date. I give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when is NFT Nashville again? It's going to be in July this year because of the Bitcoin conference. So we're going to do it. I don't know, Did you think about Saturday or Sunday of that weekend? Saturday again? I'm thinking, I'm, so I'm thinking that, I think the 20s, what is it? Is it the 27th? I'll look at it right now. Because the, uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah, the 27th would be ideal. Yep. And if we could get that location right in the heart of Nashville, which is like just blocks away from the Bitcoin yep. conference and run it in parallel, 
I think that'll be fucking just killer. My wife says she's been that uh, to that location once before for like a seminar or a CE course or something like that. She said it was great. I was like, I, the only question I had was like, would they allow us to serve alcohol? Uh, but everything else, everything else is already integrated in there, like web hosting, streaming, all that stuff. And if we can get Timmy over there again, I think he'll just be able to like do his MacGyver, do, do, do it and hook us up. Is it, are you gonna, yeah. you're trying to get it bigger this year? Yeah, so this one, if we're looking, we're looking at a space, um, uh, like I said, right right in Nashville. Um, which one was it? Was it on Broadway? I don't think it was on Broadway, but it's real close to it. Um, and it will facilitate up to 200 people. Last year, what we have, like 70, mm -hmm. 70, and it, it was like, it I felt think that if it pretty was, packed. I think it was less than 70, but I think the capacity was 70. If, it was, if, it, if we actually put 70 yeah, that's right, in there, that's right. um, I think last year it didn't really matter how many. I think it was just like, let's get cool people that want to actually do this all together in the same room. But I think this year, yeah, I think we now we, we can look at numbers like, hey, let's try to double it. Let's try to triple it, right? Like, I think, I think, I think now, yeah. the, now the goal would be to fill it. And I think we need to like get it up on the website next week or the week after and like let people make their own. You know? Yeah, yep, yep. I, I could probably help you guys try to do that. Let's go. Yeah. We'll get I mean, there's plenty of people that want to probably take me out at this point, so they'll yeah. probably show up. Dude, Signal's <laughs> not even requesting a mic. He's like, yeah, whatever. If, if we, guys, we should definitely this time uh, get a dunk tank and just like tell people, if you come, you can freaking like throw, <laughs> you can dunk us or throw freaking whatever. <laughs> people will just show up because they hate me for whatever reason. Just to throw freaking tomatoes at me if, or something. If, you're, if no one hates you, you ain't doing your job. That's right. If nobody's somewhat mad at you, something's wrong. Yeah, I think we can get a dunk tank and we should get like blow up dolls of all the people that are controversial in, in consciousness. We can have like a Don blow up doll. We can have a Jacob blow up doll. We can have a Zachary one. It would be fun. Yeah, we could definitely just like buy, we could sell tickets for, for uh, personal blow up dolls and then we could just like sit them in seats with names on them. For people, oh, <laughs> like, like like how the Major League Baseball did the cardboard cutouts during COVID. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so funny. It'll be really funny if we have like like a proper conference where everyone's sitting in a row, like sitting in their seats, but the whole front row is cardboard cutouts, and they just write people's names on them that that would never show up just to be funny. Like we have like like Zach and Don, whoever across across the face of that jockey. Hey Joe, if you if you want to try playing one time, we could do a one shot. I'm definitely like, gonna play eventually, but I, you know what? I have um, I have a bad attention span. I don't even watch TV. I don't even know. I can't watch TV. I just can't sit and watch do something. Bro, he can't even sit at a bar uh, longer than five yeah, it's minutes. True. It's true. It's true. It's I'm pacing right now in my. Uh, I'll prescribe my, you stimulants, and then you can just. Oh God, no! Just prescribe him downers so he sits his ass yeah. down. Stimulants make like, you sit I, still. I, I just did sit down in my deck chair, but I, I usually pace around. I cannot sit. I don't know what the problem is, but even at work, also at my job, they move me to a remote position where I just I report to a site, and I'm supposed to be teaching online. It, it's like hell because I have to sit there in front of the computer. I need to walk around. Man. It's just uh, at, at NFT Nashville, I don't think I sat in a seat. No, I don't think you did actually. Now that you're saying it, I think you were Gus, either Gus leaning against the me, wall or you know, like pacing somewhere. Gus kept telling me to sit. I'm like, man, I can't sit. This is too much fun, man. I can't. I cannot sit. I can't sit. 
So if I if I did sit with the amount that I eat, I would be like a hundred pounds heavier. That's funny. Yeah, when I met Reese, I, I kept saying to, to uh, Joe, "Come on, man, sit down, sit down." But he's walking around the room, patting everyone on the shoulder and everything. I was like, "Dude, relax. You, you guys got this together. Now you can sit and relax it, you know." And um, and it's funny because uh, Reese was there, and I'm and there was an empty seat. And I'm like, "Reese, sit down, sit down, man, have a seat." And he's like, he was all afraid of sitting in front of me for some reason. <laughs> After all these spaces we've done together, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a great it was a great meet. And um, I, that's true. I think Reese always had his back on the wall too. Uh, I thought, I don't, yeah. Reese, I think maybe I saw him sit down once. Dude, that was interesting. As he had his back against the wall. Ah, uh, Reese is paranoid. We put that up when it's being recorded right now. Reese is paranoid. Uh, but um, Reese also. Seemed, I don't think Reese has any furniture either because I, I, he was on my YouTube channel twice, <laughs> and there's like a massive echo every time that he's on my YouTube, <laughs> and I'm like, is this what like 21 year old dude living alone? is like like you have a computer and a chair but you don't have any furniture. he has no furniture man it's, i wish i was like fucking like that I, I hate having furniture i don't even like having a couch and a tv like i told my wife i didn't want a tv and she was like what like we don't need a like what are we gonna sit there and look at the tv but i guess that's what people do to be young again man to be young again i'd love to see Risa. Again at he'll the NFT Nashville. I'm sure he'll come. I, I would send an Uber for him for sure. He's 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 local. And then the Yield Most team, I didn't get to talk to them. I I, I regret that. I regret Bro, the Yield Most that. team is one of the I don't talk about them enough, dude, but like they are some of my favorite guys in this space. And they're like their product is is probably one of my favorite products in the space. They make so much things so much easier and, and enjoyable uh in, in, in our crypto space. I, I I think um, Kaku was talking to me about it and he actually, I think they sent me a message and I would love to have just a, if we, if we did do a, a two day, which I, more than likely we won't, I would love to give them a dedicated time to just like talk about dev shit. They're Ooh. into it, dude. And they, they're fucking cool. Well, what we could do and is they this. have the coolest shirts I, ever. I think what we could do is this. Um, if, if the conference is going to be on Saturday, most people are going to show up at the latest, like Friday morning, Friday afternoon. We do what we did last year. We meet up at that crazy horse saloon and it's pretty remote. You can have your own space and we do an impromptu, like 30 to 60 minute quote unquote, like panel while we're there on Friday night. And then, that was so loud though. That was place it? was so fucking dude. loud, dude. I don't remember. I, I love that. I love everything about I probably know more about Nashville than people that fucking live there. I've, I've been there so many times and when I'm bored, I look at things on Google Maps. So I know like the lay of the land pretty well before I arrive. Like I I'll show up in any city already with it mapped out in my head. Like I know where everything is. That place, that crazy horse saloon, is it called Crazy Horse Saloon? That is one of the coolest places you will go to in any city. Just how big it is. And just, it feels like you're at a concert, but you're just at like a regular bar that has no cover charge. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, but I think that would I'm be cool, man. Come like Wednesday night. My plan was to come Wednesday night this year, but my kids were so sick. I didn't want to leave them for so long with my parents who are like, you know, their grandparents. They don't need to be dealing with lots of sick kids for like six days, but we didn't show up until you saw us that Friday night. My plan was to come Wednesday. <laughs> so 
this year, I think I'm going to try to come Wednesday to like Monday or something like that. I'm off the whole summer. I just have to worry about getting yelled at, basically. <laughs> What's up, Signal? Yes. Is you available to speak? But, uh, Let's talk about like, like, oh, they've been talking about shit coins. Sorry, I thought I was in listener school a little bit. <laughs> like, what's your, like, what, what low cap, like, under 20 million market cap are we still looking at? Like, is there 100x to be made right now? Or are we just going to, like, screw around with tokens that we had since the last cycle? Let's, let's get, let's talk about some. Details. Wait, what's, what's the, what's the, what's the stipulations? Does it have to be in Cosmos or can we? No, it does not have to be in Cosmos. It could, it, it, like at this point, it's pretty hard. I think it's, it's easier to find like layer, not layer two, but like project tokens on in Cosmos that could do like a hundred X. It's easier to do that than to find like a brand new layer one that's going to do a hundred X. But I don't know. What, what, what are you looking at? Like, I hope Stacks is my hundred X because I bought a bunch. I'll let I'll let somebody else go real quick. I got to deal with these dogs. I'm going to do a spaces tonight at eight. Um, if anyone wants to come, but um, I probably have to help cook dinner right now. Is is, is that a is hint that, in any way? Is that eight central or eastern or what? Eight central, yeah. I might be out. I'm going out. I'm going partying. I, I have a single friend who lives in my town, and he just he calls me every night to go out. Yeah, I was going to talk about our new and game. And he's rich. He's rich too, so it's great. Okay, wait. There we go. I gave my dogs their uh, their little treats. So the question was, what's the hundred x, fifty x, or hundred x? I'm looking at in the in fifty x would right? be acceptable. Like I would take like twenty five to fifty x on one or two of my positions, and I would consider the last three years a success for me. Hmm. Let me let me say something. So like, Juno is at what thirty three cents right now. So it'd be, be yeah, hundred x, not even to get to the all time high, and basically the game that I'm building, um, it's going to be on every chain. So literally every single chain is going to have to play in the arena, whatever chain that arena is on. If I stuck it on Juno, you would have every community from every chain coming to Juno to battle in the arena. I mean that alone would bring in so many projects and, and community that it would explode. So if we did that right at the right time, it would be enormous. But I, I don't know. I just get the feeling they don't want me to do anything. Who? What do, what do you mean? Who? Who's they? Don't want you to do anything? You mean Juno? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I mean these are old wounds, but like I feel like I just get this feeling like we're not really welcome there. Even though the, the most of the community, I would say, supports us, it's just that's the feeling you get, and I think a lot of people have left for that same reason. So, I mean, that, that's what I think we need to fix. Go ahead, Gus. This is going to be really unpopular. It's being recorded right now. I don't know anything about Juno other than I, ra I railed against Prop Prop Sixteen way back when, but I've worked with um, Little D on the on the um, on the Nada Dow Constitution. And um, I helped his editor and co, well, not co-author, but just I helped him write it. And I know everyone that's that's on that 
whole committee and board um and the personalities are very very different you got two mavericks who want to move forward you know possibly possibly um you know tank you want to get shit done you want to get business done you want to move forward and then you have also um you know crypto dungeon who's who's also a go-getter and, and out there to move forward and then you have these awfully careful guys who i respect very much one of them is in here i respect all you guys um and i think i respect you know i respect you for other your different qualities and so um having a ballast between you know the people who are very very conservative and very thoughtful and very careful about stuff and then having you know what i mean um you know people who are who can move stuff forward and i think there's some tension in that that's just what i i i sense on the surface and i've read absolutely nothing i just know the personalities it's just if if, if tank is there all by himself i got a feeling you're going to bolt I mean, well, you get impatient. Gus, Gus, you know? You're right. But the thing is, like, when you want to move and you have a short amount of time to make a correction in your course, that kind of battling doesn't help. I think in the long term, once the price is healthy again and the chain is alive, then the charter would be amazing. It's just right now we're kind of in a crisis. And I think we have to do something. What, what if you guys did this? And I, I agree with Gus, there's lots of different personalities, but I think. The ones that I know, even though they have different personalities, they're all really smart, right? Whether it's whether it's you, Tank, Netadow, whoever it is, right? The the Netadow guy is, is is a really good thinker, right? Even if no one agrees with certain things that he he wants to do or, or his opinions, you have to admit he thinks things through very carefully. I think you know, he, 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 he thinks it very, 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 yeah, very, very I, well. He's very, I respect him immensely because I was very impressed with the work he had done so far, the way he registered tune, everything. He's more in tune with like the, the overall ethos of crypto than a lot of people in the proof of stake uh, place, right? He's, he's like the, um, from what I've heard, he comes off as like more like, he's like the non-anarchist libertarian of like Cosmos, right? But that, that, that's not what I wanted to say. What I want to say is this situation sizes itself up perfectly to just have sub-DAOs. Each sub-DAO has a different focus. You feed a different percentage of inflation into the sub-DAO treasuries. There's an expectation of the sub-DAOs, what, they, what they're supposed to do and what kind of return they're supposed to bring in X amount of time. And every three to four months, the entire community validator set votes on throttling or expanding the different sub-DAO treasuries, or I should say um, feeds from, from inflation. Nothing comes out of the community pool. It comes out of existing inflation. It actually decentralizes things to an extent because you're spreading out and allocating the already existing inflation, which just, just goes to passive stakers right now, to individuals who have separate but important mandates from the community and obviously the community has to vote on what sub DAOs they want but i think that the different personalities can take the lead in different directions for specific things and not step on each other's toes despite the difference of opinion obviously you guys probably thought about that but i think that's like to me that's the that's the whole point of having something like dow dow and like the possibility to make all these sub DAOs. you need people need treasuries to get stuff done you feed the treasuries in different ways. You just feed it out of inflation. It's already it's already inflation, right? Like, who cares? Inflation is twenty percent. What if you took two percent of that, which is a tenth of the twenty percent, and you spread it out to five different sub DAOs, and you put people on the sub DAOs 
that actually care about one thing especially well. And just if they don't do well, the community throttles their funding. And that's that. Yeah, I, I just want to kind of add on to that. I, I think you guys are right. Like what Gus was saying and what you were saying, I know it's frustrating, but I've tried to make this kind of clear a few times. I'm all for like working with these individuals. A lot of these guys got so much great strengths in their own unique like skill sets that they have. Like it, it's, you can't fault them for being good at what they're good at, right? Like that's why they're where they are. And that's why people respect what they say. Even myself, like I, I, I do, even though a lot of times I'm of the opposite opinion, I do hear and, and realize and can appreciate the things that they're concerned about and their focus is. Um, that's not to say that we can't work together. It's just to be very honest with you, proven hard to do that uh, thus far. And it's a little bit because we're kind of like still early in everything. I know it seems like we've been, um, you know, and it, I guess we have, we've been taking a long, it's been a long bumpy road to get where we are. Um, but in the process of doing everything, when you really kind of like objectively look at things, we're still very much early in this process. I think the charter is like supposedly on this six month trial base. Um, like, I don't know, man. It's 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 not to say that we can't work together. It is it is difficult though at, at times. So I'll I'll be very honest. Um, but yeah, I I don't I, I don't know what else to say. I would say go back to Crypto Dungeon. What you were saying, I know when you say stuff like, I feel like they don't want um, us to do anything. Like the way that I look at things is, and I actually said this to a couple of uh, individuals privately. There's a lot of people still in Juno. I'm not I'm not even joking about this, since the Juno working group, since uh, me being a fly on the wall and watching the whole process and being involved, like I can tell you right now, high hundreds of people, in the, like not even joking, individual people have reached out to me throughout that entire time, uh, expressing their emotions and feelings about what's happening with Juno. And I'm not even kidding about that. It's like hundreds of people. And that like, for me personally, it's been very stressful um, because I'm not kidding myself. Like, I understand my position. I understand that, like, a lot of people are, like, I'm not saying this to say this. I'm just going to be very real about it. It's kind of stressful for me because a lot of times I feel like uh, I'm kind of just been stabled into this position of, like, just sit there and be look pretty, Tank. Like, people are here, and I'm going to be real about it, in Juno still because I'm here, and I know it. And I absolutely know it because I've gotten those 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 messages. I've received those uh, conversations with people. And it's hard because those individuals, I'm not even joking, want, want progress to be made and, and like a movement to be like produced in some direction, any direction. They're just desperate. They want things to start happening. Um, and like, it's, you know, so it's, it's, it's frustrating to kind of like try to stay within my means, respect everybody, uh, it's not difficult to do that. Like, it's pretty easy to respect people, but like, it is hard to stay, um, you know, in that position uh, when you know there's weight on your shoulders. Like, and and like, I'll be very honest, I hamstring myself just about all the time. I could be way more productive doing way more other things right now than sitting right here being a figure for people to lean on. If I left Juno right now, like Reese did, you, I'm being very honest with you, it would not be good. It would not be good at all. And I'm not, that's not a threat at all, but like you saw what happened with Reese. It would not show any kind of strength at all. And I'm here for the long haul for Juno. 
And I just want everybody to know that like I am, I'm here for the long, I'm not going anywhere, but like, it's hard to feel motivated when nothing happens. Right. So like, I'm just being real. Like it's, I know, I understand your frustration, crypto dungeon, but like there, we can still work together and make progress happen. It's just, it's just what it is. No, I'm even worse than you. I mean, like I'm, I'm the extreme opposite. I, I agree with you. The Neta guys are brilliant. I think they should be unleashed and they should get us a legal wrapper and they should be able to do what they need to do, but we got to do what we need to do and make connections and form alliances and, you know, just, just bring other people in. I, you're right. If you left, it well, would be yeah, bad. My, my biggest thing is I think devs need to dev. And I think comms need to come and worry about social stuff. And I think like the people who have certain skills and the ability to make partnerships or uh, formalize relationships within the markets financially and both socially need to be allowed to do what they do, right? Like we can't all be hyper-focused governance experts at all times and in dev and then like work on communications. It's chaos. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy to do that. Um, and that's where like my biggest frustration comes in. But like we're still setting the framework in order for us to be able to hopefully get to that point where people can just do what they do uh, best. But it, it is, again, uh, very frustrating and sometimes hard to see it. Uh, Admittingly, are you are you saying that the due diligence people, like you know, we know who they are, and they're they're very they, they're they're like a good foundation and everything done perfectly, and and within you know the the confines of laws and the best they can, so they don't get screwed. And then you've got the mavericks out there who want to go out there and take it and make something out of it. Um, do you think that you know is that how you maybe you might look at it? Two different containers of people that can work off each other. Meanwhile, the the due diligence yeah, I mean, people like, watch honestly, out for the Mavericks, and the Mavericks make sure the due diligence people are moving along. Yeah, I mean, like I don't see it too much differently than kind of what I presented a few times before. Where in the traditional world, in big companies and even private companies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, like you have these similar uh, structures of. Uh, you want to call it governance or workflow or or authority uh, that's worked for years, right? Like, you know, nothing's perfect too. Like I'm not saying this is not the best example, but like we kind of got to get past that. Like we need the best in order for us to move forward kind of mentality because then if we're always striving for that, we're never going to get anywhere. Um, like, but when you look at things, like that's the reason why we have CFOs, CEOs, uh, you know, HR departments, uh, communications departments, uh, dev departments and stuff like that in traditional markets, in tra oh, I'm sorry, in traditional companies, right? Look at any big tech company. It's not like all of the, the, the engineers and the developers and then the people that are running the marketing division and the accountants and the HR are all calling the shots together. That's crazy. There's, you'd never get anywhere. Well, everybody that's, that's, would that's, have their own ideas of what's important and everybody would push for what they think is is you know their needs first. That's just what the you, nature. That's just what, what happens. What you're talking, you need somebody that's going to be able to triage what, that. What you're talking about would force people into leadership positions, and in general, what Web three doesn't have is people that are clear cut leaders that can manage people and also be accountable for better or for worse. Well, I think there. I think that's right there. I think you hit the biggest. There's like, no. There's not no to leaders. say that these individuals don't want to do this, but I honestly, it's Web three, right? It's crypto. People want to be in a position of authority, but they don't want that uh, responsibility. I People agree. want these of, things, but they don't want to be docked. They don't want to risk it. Yep. They don't want to do all this stuff. 
they want things in one hand, but they won't risk the other thing uh, in turn. And that's what's not getting us forward. Everybody right? that's here that, that, that has a job knows this personality, right? It's always the person with the biggest mouth who wants to second guess the boss, but would never take that job because they know that they would get fired right away for a couple of bad decisions, right? You don't, they don't want accountability. You have all these smart people in, uh, in crypto who they're smart in one thing and then they're expected to be smart in everything. And that's just not reality, right? Like uh, some people are just, they, they should delegate responsibilities. And that's another thing that leaders do. Leaders delegate. They also listen to pushback and they, they surround themselves with people who might have different ideas in them. And then they just have to kind of be the one that goes with an idea and, and calls the shots. You don't have that on any chain, even with these chains that have these massive foundations. And I, I've been watching this kind of from a distance and I'm going to dig into it more because I notice a trend where these, these blockchains that are still paying out emissions, right? Like, you know, even if the emissions is low, these giant foundations seem to be getting supported more from the network than they are supporting the network. And that, to me, that shows like a lack of leadership, a lack of direction and like this, uh, like a laziness, like a, like a mental laziness involved where they're just going to milk the cow until the cow is fucking dead. And then what? They're going to say, well, I did everything I could. It just wasn't the right time. Oh, it was an experiment. You know, one of those bullshit lines. So I think the structure that you're talking about and the structure that the uh, MetaDAO people uh, have been, I don't, I don't even know if it's more than one person. I just assume it's more than one person because it's a DAO. But they, they, they have these ideas that involve highly organized structures that require leaders. Either you set up the structures first and then you're struggling to find a leader or you have to just go with leaders and let them have influence over the the, the substructure. And Juno's in that position where they just, just pick one or the other and go with it. Otherwise, the validators are anonymously leading the chain and we see how that's been the last few years. Sorry yeah. to jump in that real quick. Big. Oh yeah, Gus, you want to say something? I just I want to say to goodbye say. to everyone. I'm under right. a deadline right now, so I got to run, but I, I really enjoyed the conversation. Have a good one, guys. Have a great Sunday. And have a great vacation, Joe. The, the deadline, I know the deadline, the wine store is closed in 10 minutes. Love you, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Bye-bye, guys. Fucking box of wine. Not, not recently, not recently, no. I'm, I'm a compost mentos right now. Anyway, you guys have a good one. Take care now. See you, guys. No, I, I think what you're describing there, Joe, is is actually part of what we've been seeing the last couple of months. There's a lot of people that have like big ideas or claim that they can be great leaders in like general chats and stuff, but their seats open and they won't take a seat. Um, the structure is there for people to step up if they think they can lead. Uh, they think they have the talent and the resources and ability. Go ahead, you know. Um, kind of my position but i mean i don't really know what you're talking about i joined the stargaze team so i don't really know what this whole jew was it called jew something i don't really know what it is to be honest <laughs> good for you you're, you're a smart one we're not allowed to touch that yeah, yeah. this yeah. is a recorded space but there's so many jokes that i'm gonna write on post-its for next time <laughs> yeah but I don't know. That, that's 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 my general position. Uh, even if this was like in, in any hypothetical situation, uh, yeah, no, it's it's true. It clear... the, but the leaders just need like need to be armed to a certain extent. And if the network deems it deems it yeah. appropriate, that's great. But then the leader has to just carry out some kind of plan, and it needs to be 
it needs there needs to be a, a definition of what makes that plan successful or not in a given amount of time within reason. And then it's like, okay, do you want to renew this plan? Yes or no? And that's where on-chain governance should step in. On-chain governance should not micromanage the chain. Like you don't need like absolutely need like yeah. thirty million dollars worth of you know thirty million dollars worth of fucking votes to vote on like thirty thousand dollars worth of protocol on liquidity. It's, it's stupid. So. You don't need the bean counters. Yeah, and and to some extent, that's that's all the council is kind of supposed to do is it streamlines some of that funding, right? Because it can have organized strategic requests from the community pool. It's a trusted source to make those requests or proposals, right? Boom, it goes to them. They can make spends and and do what they want to do. And then, you know, the reason that there's all these like things in place, like these guardrails for transparency, accountability, that's because it's uh, you decapitate the old leadership you have a new one in place you need something there so it's not like total chaos right if people just play like participate in it i think it can go fine um yeah i I, like the i personally i think the the trade-off between like i think it's a false trade-off between um efficiency and ability to move and uh and process um, if you design it right, good process does increase your efficiency. Uh, and so I think that people just need to think about that a little bit and like stuff can be tweaked in the system. Um, or, oh, yeah. you know, the, the, the whole departments thing, you know, they can create, they can vote and create a new sub DAO to do something specific. If they want to delegate, uh-huh. delegate some kind of responsibility or choose something that they fund that doesn't necessarily have the same, like, uh, strict, uh, procedures that they have in place like that that's possible right um i think if people are creative and actually like look at what the structure is and think creatively about how you can interact with it uh you can probably find a way to accomplish your goals pretty easily the rest all the debate in the general chats all that stuff i i don't care about i think it's just a complete waste of time uh i think it's whoever you are uh i think it's like a detractor for the chain to be engaging in that kind of thing, whether you're like calling other people out or vice versa. Um, I would say that for, for any chain, it's like, yeah, I think all of that is just a waste of time. If you have a position work, if you don't, you know, like suggestions and stuff are good, but like all the skull, the sky is falling stuff. I, I don't know. It ends up being pretty close to just like FUD to me. You're probably right there. Uh, Crypto Dungeons, you're pretty close to this. You want to chime in, and maybe maybe we could change the subject soon. I invited Chad up here because I want to know what source is, because I have some source tokens, and it's this is a this whole space is based on self interest, so I want to know about those tokens. I'm I'm not trying to fud at this point. I I just got pretty frustrated. I, I I've been trying to say things to stop the fighting for a long long time, and I feel like I've gotten nowhere. That's kind of why I went off on that rant but it wasn't right for me to do that i mean oh, I'm, I'm not trying to call you out specifically on anything uh no I, it's just it's, there's it's a, okay. i'm talking about the general tone and there's like a whole lot of people that have contributed to it at different times you know i didn't make it any better so. i mean i didn't i didn't help that at all so i feel like i should at least say that and admit it but I don't know. I, it was out of frustration from all of the fighting that I was seeing, and I couldn't really get people to stop doing that. And I just I felt like if I didn't do something, we were going to just really not get anywhere. 
So yeah, I mean, the, only, not the only thing I'd say to you is that I've never heard anyone say like a bad word about you guys or your project um, prior to this. Speaking to people, like you, 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 you keep saying things like everyone hates you or you feel unwelcome. But from what I talked about with people, especially with the, the recent kind of drama, they were like, I don't know where this is coming from. I always like these guys. So maybe keep that in but mind. That like that's you know, the thing is people. I, I know, people but like, like I, so it's yeah. It it happened a long time ago with the delegations program. I just there were some old wounds that I probably just should have let go of. But like we have not gotten a delegation in two years, and I mean it was just the first time they said we we're not going to get it. It just seemed like if we were important it would have made a difference and they would have cared about that. But they just said, no, nope, you forgot to do this too bad. You can wait another year. And then we're here again. And I don't know, I, I should be in more control of my emotion, but I just got too frustrated with that when it happened and kind of went off. So I apologize for it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's any, anything that needs to, you need to apologize for even. It doesn't at least bother me, but yeah, I mean, yeah, to that point, it's like a lot of people now, like, yeah, just weren't around then or aren't even necessarily aware, right? So it's like, it's, some people will be confused. Uh, I don't think there's like any kind of, uh, I don't know, at least within the people that are in like the council and stuff, we're kind of, there's kind of a contradiction here because on one hand, we're we're acting like it's like kind of like a broken thing that can't move forward because there's like difference of opinions. But at the same time, there's an idea that there's like some kind of agenda at play, but that's not really possible for those two things to happen at the same time. The reality is there's a very diverse set of opinions there and diverse set of interests, right? And um, I mean, I think that that's kind of the only way that you can hash it out at this point. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's any like conspiracy against any specific project. Uh, when it comes to a system like that, I really favor kind of representation from different groups. Because you need, like, for example, the the opinions of people who have been on the chain and can speak to, like, what what were past frustrations, not current frustrations, or getting mad at people today about things that happened in the past. But here's here were past frustrations, and here's how they can be improved, or here's where we need a better structure to incentivize builders, that sort of thing. Right? Um, I think you need all that, uh, and it, even if there is some debate between um, more process or conservative mindsets versus more action now. And I just think that's like a necessary part of it. But th this is my whole point is that we, we were born on Juno. I mean, Juno has been important to us. It's why we got involved with crypto and validating in the first place. So it, it, it was important that we were able to build there. And if we don't incentivize projects to come here, they leave. Um, or, or if we offend them, they leave. I mean, that's happened so many times. And I, I don't know if it's, you know, a conspiracy, it's, I don't think it's like that or anything, but I haven't felt that we were appreciated because if we're validating for two years with no delegation and they just say, oh, you forgot to do this, it, it's such a small thing and we're trying to do so much, it just makes you feel unappreciated. And that's why other projects have also left. How, we haven't left. I, I want The one thing on that, though, I would have to say is that, like, I think that people often work on their own interests. Regardless, the reality is Juno is a very is like a small chain that's been in like a kind of not like a death spiral, but in a serious decline for years. And most of the people, I think all of them that I'm aware of that have left uh, under the pretext of being offended or upset about some kind of development, 
there was rumors that they were about to leave like months and months before that thing happened. Uh, I think being offended or a certain thing happening now gives people like a pretext or an excuse to leave. Uh, but a lot of these projects or people were just looking out for their their own interests and kind of planning on moving for, moving on for a long time. Um, and so I don't I think that that's maybe not totally true that that people are getting sort of like offended and being driven away um, because yeah from from what I understand it's a it's a lot of folks that were planning to leave for quite a while um, and it does make sense uh, because it's like it's a low cap chain compared to other opportunities right so if you're an individual um, looking to find more opportunities for your career and a bigger salary and so on yeah you're eventually going to graduate to somewhere else. If you're a project looking for a bigger market, you're going to be tempted to look for a bigger market, whether you're loved or hated in the place you're in. So, but no, I mean, but like right? if, if, if something was said to like, okay, we really want you to come here. We want you to build, even though our Juno is not as valuable as this other chain, we're going to, we're going to give you some Juno and hopefully that means a lot to you and we want you to come here. So it, that, it makes a big difference when a chain does that. And I, I feel like other chains are doing it and we're not. And I say we like we're Juno. Yeah, because yeah, well, it's because there's a lot, not a lot of money, and there's no like uh, foundation backing. Um, you know, there's there's like financial structural reasons for that. Um, but you know, in terms of people being driven out, yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's actually probably a more rational reason why projects have left. Um, I'm not saying that you don't try to create a welcoming environment or try to support uh developers or, or individuals i think there's a lot of ways you can do that outside of funding as well um just with like like advising and and that sort of thing um especially like on the dev side uh, i think you should be trying to maximize that uh if there isn't the money right you have to look at where your strength is and try and build on that strength um rather than areas where you have weakness for example no liquidity um but yeah, I yeah but know. if you if you have a token even though it's not worth much but someone feels that, hey, if I build here and this token becomes great, then it is worth more money in the future. They might be willing to build there for that incentive. And then you get people that actually believe in Juno's future. They're getting it cheap. Mm -hmm. They're getting a small amount of actual U.S. dollars, but they're getting Juno. And if they want to build and we're incentivizing them, I think they're much more likely to come. It just it, well, the, we should I think the counterpoint to that would be that Juno was extremely generous uh, and gave out a ton of grants and pretty much all of those projects left, even what like Dow Dow tried to, which was the most aligned with with Juno uh, in terms of like human resources and so on that a project could possibly be. You give projects all these support and they're still going to move on, right? So if you pick the right ones, I don't think they will. And there's ones that want to come back even that did leave. Mm hmm. But they're they're dying to come back. They want to, but they want to see that I think things are idea, different. I think so how you how do you pick the right ones? Then is the question. Gamble. Well, I mean, you, you have to meet them and get to know them and work with them. You got to take a chance. Hey, can I let Ray pop in? Um, I, I'm not good at, at moderating these kinds of spaces, but Ray had his hand up for like uh, like 45 minutes, something like that, and he's he's getting antsy. I can tell. This is the most amount of time I've waited for the least amount of people in my entire life. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I, I was just rambling. Sorry. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been at like state fairs and county fairs and shit where you're waiting for cookies or hot dogs or something for like 45 minutes. And this is just the talk. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
I think you guys have pretty much said everything. I, you know, I don't want to make this like a call out space or whatever, but I won't even say, but in the sense that I've, I know this is recorded. I've talked to tank. I've talked to others in here. It's like, in terms of what tank wants to do, we've, I, I feel like it's been iterated as clearly as possible in that if you can quantify specifically how people can know the thing that you want to execute is successful. That is, that is the thing that doesn't happen in crypto. It's all trust me, bro. And I, I'm, I'm kind of shitting on my own time here, but I mean, it basically ends up being, can we, can we move past? Trust me, bro. Can we move, can we move past? Like if you just give me money or authority, we can execute things like let's just at a, at a specifically measurable level. Can, can we define what success looks like so that everybody can be like, look, we have people that deliver. Somebody says they're going to do X and X is accomplished. And I mean, that, that is, that is the quintessential thing. And if we can't do that, then I have a hard time supporting anything that's being presented. I think I think fundamentally the issue is is that and I just I just keep circling around the same drain here. But fundamentally the issue is is that we have to be able to say, look, if we do X, you know, Y and Z happen and we can measure it by these quantifiable things. And if that happens and the Juno community or whatever community finds value in that, that's awesome. And then it should be, you know, executed, you know, and it should be supported. But we need to have a way to be able to measure this stuff. Otherwise, it's just give me things and I do stuff. And if it doesn't work out, well, you know, uh, I can't do the emoji, but shrug shoulders, right? So, So that's the issue. I don't think anybody is like, you know, just to push back a little bit on tank. I don't think anybody's like saying tank, you know, fuck off. It's, it's just like tank, what do you want to do? And what does success look like for you? I absolutely love, love Ray. I, the Ray, I, I absolutely love you, brother. Like, so if you guys don't know Ray, uh, like Ray and I, like you said, Ray's been always like, he gives me food for thought. Thank you. Have your hand up. Well. And, um, and Joe is drunk and probably passed out. <laughs> or his wife screaming Wait, can, at him. Can you hear me? No, I'm laughing. I I can hear you, Tank. Can, can you guys not hear Tank? Could Ray hear me? Ray, can you hear Tank? No. Oh. And he's shit. like rugged. You guys, guys got Ray, Ray, I'm gonna mute everybody. Um, I think the problem here is not Twitter. I think the problem is that this is a boys-only space, and we do have we do have one female in the audience, and now it's screwing with the. Uh, it's just screwing with the audio. It's screwing with the um, the connections here. So if that person would like to excuse themselves, I think everyone will be able to hear everybody just fine. I think that's the problem here. Not Elon's fault. Is what I'm saying. He's a boy. <laughs> Give me one second. I got. I, yeah, I, 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 I so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop it. Come right back because I, I I would love for Ray could hear me. In the meantime, let's do some let's do some my... trivia. If you guys let you deal with that signal. Are you in your wife's pussy or what? What? Why are you so muffled, Joe? Oh my gosh, right? <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> it's a, it's, it's a headset. <laughs> it's my headphones. It is better. 
Hey, 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 Joe, in the meantime, I uh, just wanted to tell everyone about Stargaze. Uh, it's this really great platform for NFTs. And um, the Open Edition Minter now has the option to have limited uh, collection size. So if you're thinking about something for your ticketing, for example, for NFT Nashville, you might want to use Stargaze. Oh, that's a good one. All right. We were just talking. We're going to talk about Tang and I haven't. Oh, my God. Like wait a minute. <laughs> can you hear me, Ray? I, I can hear him. But wait, can we do can we do Juno trivia first, and then we'll we'll get to the answer after Ray after Tank responds to Ray. So here's the trivia question. Uh, I gotta get a drink. Closest, it's a Sunday. Closest, closest without going over. How many self bonded Juno tokens do you think the number one and the number two validators have combined on Juno? That's the question. We'll get to the answer in a bit. Uh, Tank's gonna respond. Oh wait, we have a new speaker. Uh, Maria's here, so we're going to let her uh, come in and yell at us. No, not yet, but seriously, yo, why your audio sucks, like, big time? Like, I'm with the volume almost in the maximum. I still cannot hear you properly. Uh, it's a uh, it, it's, it's a headset. Is this a little better? It's a bit bad, yes, but it's okay. No, I just wanted to come here and give you the flowers, you know, it's, it's with love. So no girls allowed. I was like, of course, I have to come here. Uh, I'm enjoying the conversation, I have to say. So not going to bother you anymore. Wow, that was unexpected politeness from Maria. Thank you so much. Uh, Tank, I, I believe you were talking before you were interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the I'm going to change the title. If not, if not, uh, hopefully it gets uh, transmitted over to him. So Ray, I'll absolutely love Ray um, and his feedback and his conversations that I've had with Ray. Um, in the discussions that I've had, it's, it's kind of like what Signal was saying, right? Like all I'm trying to do is work within the, the means that we find ourselves in um, and work with the individuals that, you know, I, I, I'm surrounded with, which is my peers on, on the subdials uh, in a constructive way whenever I was posting what I was posting. Um, and by no means that I ever in my right mind think that it was the end all be all, um, vision, like, you know, that I had and that, that, you know, that couldn't be worked with. Um, again, just an idea, but some of the feedback that I got, especially from Ray had me thinking, uh, today, um, and he made me realize that what he's talking about, um, is something that maybe I even didn't really understand because a lot of people, they, they, you know, they, when, you, when we talk about success, um, a lot of times people translate that immediately in their head to like profitability, like it's not a success unless we can bring back X amount of money to the Juno network. Um, and I realized that, you know, okay, just like, I'm not saying forego it because I still think that there's uh, really strong benefits to a chair position. Uh, where there's just kind of like as a figurehead or like with no social or no financial power, whatever. I still think there's a lot of benefits to that uh, for a certain individual. Again, I'm not advocating for myself. I think that's way too much fucking work. Um, but uh, as far as like what Ray's talking about, where it's like we need to actually see deliverables uh, and it could be something is like, I'll just give an example. And I just, you know, haven't really got, gave you too much thought, but like we, somebody or say myself could propose uh, a small commu uh, uh, spend from Juno, maybe say like, you know, a hundred or a million Juno. Uh, and with the idea of we're going to deploy it amongst, I'm just giving examples, 
uh, eggs via your Astro Vault and, and sell. And then, you know, show that this is how it's going to be structured and this is how it's going to be maintained. And this is what we're looking to get out of it. Like, you know, maybe we get so much transaction percentage, blah, blah, blah. It could just be shown as that. And, and as long as after a month, two, or maybe even three months go by, you know, maybe even two quarters go by, we can show the community like, hey, maybe it's not yielding us back this huge return, but you can see that the transparency and the responsibility is actually being upheld. The deliverables would actually be uh, able to be delivered upon, right? So like, that's, a, I think like one of the things that I really didn't understand when Ray was talking to me or suggesting things um, in the past, but, and I, I think that Ray was suggesting it, but that's kind of like what I was thinking. Like, obviously we would hope that anything presented does return favorable uh, profitability uh, positions, but also more importantly, it, it would show transparency, proactive transparency and structure uh, for the Juno network going forward. And I think that's the more important thing. Instead, like what Dre was saying, the, the just trust me, bro, needs to stop, right? Like we need to actually commit to something, have guidelines, like follow those guidelines and then show the, the results of what we're trying to work towards uh, regardless of how it's working out. I don't Ray, I don't know. Can, can you yeah. hear me? Can, yeah. Can I, can I mend fences with this and, and say that basically what you're yeah, talking definitely. about? Yeah. What, what you're talking about is essentially the thing. It's like, there, there's a two phase execution. It's one is the, is the premise of the idea something that is valuable to, to Juno or to whatever organization. And then secondarily it is the execution of the premise actually returning the thing that the premise promised, right? And so you have this this dual phase execution where what you're talking about is like, it, it doesn't really matter like when you talk about profitability and it's not to say that to diminish the idea of profitability, but but what is valuable to the Juno community and what does that look like? And that doesn't necessarily have to exist in the realm of profitability. Juno can find a lot of things valuable. So they can invest in things that don't return things, but but does does the plan actually execute and return the result that the plan expected to return? I think that that is essentially what we we're talking about. I mean, we agree. It's it's just getting out of the realm of uh, we're going to make you rich and in getting into the realm of these things are important and you know, operating in this plan and doing these things returns something that is important for Juno or for whatever entity. So I, I think we agree. I think it's just a matter of like, just making sure that the things that are actually, you know, I don't know, we can, we can say it one way, but just making sure that the things that are actually defined actually, ex you know, come to fruition. That, that's the key. Yeah, they actually have. No, I, I and I, I, you say like one hundred thousand percent agree with you on things. I think you put you put it a lot more uh, uh, eloquently than I did in more detailed. Uh, but exactly what I was thinking. Um, I just uh, admittingly and 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 knowing myself, I always go back to that whole prof. I agree with you. It does, I don't think value necessarily translates to financial profitability, uh, especially for Juno. And I, I, I honestly would would even argue to the point that. Uh, right now, the more uh, beneficial thing long term for Juno would be uh, the importance of showing just like that workflows and deliverables 
can actually be met in a transparent and uh and, and productive way, right? Like I like very much do think that that is uh would probably maybe weigh a lot more long term uh for the future of Juno than it would any kind of short term profitable financial position that gets generated uh through any kind of uh action item. Um, but it, it you know wishful thinking. Hopefully, both happens. In, no, it's at the same it's, time. it's just yeah. It's the same thing. It's just like, just what do you want to do? How does it return value? Does Juno find that valuable? It, it does. Okay. Well, did did the thing that was supposed to be done actually produce the value that you know got returned to Juno? It did. Okay. Well, then the and that's a win. It's done. That's all it needs to be. Is it? We don't have to like you say. There's no trust me, bro. It's just literally we're going to execute this strategy and it's going to produce these results. And if it does produce those results, then it's great. And the person who executes the strategy, you know, is celebrated. But if it doesn't produce the if it doesn't produce the results from the strategy, then we know the strategy doesn't work. Right. And so I, we just need to have yeah. that be able to have that discussion. And and sorry, Tank, for just talking over for you for no, a go, second. Go, go ahead. No, it's the shit that t- Core One did was they they fucking bombed a bunch of shit and they covered it up. And so the community never had the ability to actually ha- make an educated assessment of a situation because people were actively obscuring the information and details around why stuff was failing, you know, and why stuff didn't work. So I, I think that that's where you get into the transparency aspect of it is, is can, can we actually, you know, watch it in, in real time? actually create the results that that are being you know proposed or or expected well you can't know the result 100 percent before you attempt it so you could well i was was gonna say so to to kind of go into that uh lee or or crypto dungeon absolutely uh, but but you can one of the things that you can do is you can actually put forth in your strategy protective measures to where you know uh if if it doesn't start executing the way that you were hoping your strategy would and going south and you we exit that strategy position and so you actually don't get wrecked entirely right um and so like you can actually set those um uh exactly well you're just just saying look it works this way yeah yeah but it works this way oh it's not working this way okay we should be able to to pull the brake on it and go look it it doesn't work it's not working a lot of times i actually had i had the hardest time wrapping my brain around like I guess even being brave enough to uh, put forth a proposal because earlier, uh, Ray, actually, when I when I messaged you, I think I put it in there. It's kind of hard to, um, I thought it would be kind of hard to not give a vague um, deliverable or like action plan because you don't know of X, Y, B or, or market conditions. But in reality, you even knowing that you could just set these um, safety measures, if you will, set forth so that, you know, you whatever happens, you're prepared for it. And so like, yeah, I, uh, Crypto Dungeon, I was, I was of the same mind. But again, I love these kind of conversations that I have with, with individuals because it pushes the needle forward. And yeah, I think, yeah, yeah I agree with you 100%, Ray. I know Joe needs to talk, but, but to, to Tang's point is, yeah, nobody, nobody's trying, I, just to be from my position, nobody's, I'm not trying to oppress the experimentation and the expression on Juno. It's, it's more like, What's actually going to happen? Like it isn't. It isn't just an idea. 
and then like we see how it ends up. It's like it's it's an experiment with an expectation. It's a hypothesis, right? If we do X, we get Y. And we need to be able to have that measurement because those the people that can do X and get Y on a reoccurring basis are the people that you know really are valuable to an ecosystem because they're reproducing those those types of experiments and getting the results they expected. Yep, yeah, but Ray, what 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 you're saying is 100% true. But what we see here is that the people that don't get results end up having the most influence over governance proposals, especially spends, right? So that's that's like the main hump that probably everyone's trying to get over. Would you agree with that? Where you have like the same person who's always fucking wrong is somehow able to sway votes. And that's the worst situation. There's no there's no scenario where that works out for the for the greater good. So I think I didn't want to bring up Jacob in this space. Oh, Jacob. I, I was bringing up I was bringing up um I don't want to name names, but let's you want the answer to the trivia question? It was how many combined self-staked Juno tokens do the top two validators have on Juno? Anyone want to guess? First of all, you you, you can guess a thousand. Uh, you're not even close. You're off by factors of ten. In in in, in the wrong in the wrong direction. Eleven. The answer to the trivia question is eleven. Oh my god, dude! It's dude. You guys are up against the fucking mountain of fucking improbability. That's why I gave up. I look at the validator set. I look at the last ten votes, and I'm like, there is no chance. It, dude. Fucking Elon Musk could walk into the Juno Telegram and say, I have a whole bunch of ideas. I want $50,000 in funding. And the validator set would vote unanimously no. That's just how it is. Jacob would walk in and say, I have the best idea that's never worked. I want $500,000. And they would vote unanimously yes. And that's what you guys are up against. That's why I don't know, unless you have an active DAO on Juno, there's almost no reason to sink a tremendous amount of energy into this unless you are just you just get off on like this improbable thousand to one shot you have to displace validators to get done what you want to get done whether you agree on the fine details is a whole nother thing i don't really think it even matters right in the end you guys want to do something whether it's you netta crypto dungeons ray whoever you're up against a validator set that's completely lopsided so uh, I forgot what I was going to say. God damn it. But I was going to yeah, say, or can I jump in? Uh, uh, do you have it? On only, if you, only if you have an active DAO on Juno. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Go ahead. For better yeah. or for worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, uh, like, unlike Ray, I am trying to oppress uh, innovation on Juno. I wanted to bring up some stars trivia for you. Do you know how many total stars were burned just today? 11 transaction i don't know uh, i wanted to make a point on on what you're saying about validators the, the it's funny... so easy to be a fucking cheerleader for stargaze isn't it there, it, it there is. couldn't um, be there couldn't be two more different fucking places on in the universe than juno and stargaze it's like in, they in are terms totally, of the atmosphere, yeah. they are totally different totally um, different i, I do have something real to say but um the, the the funny thing, the thing that I kind of find most like vexing and frustrating is that among the different camps, whether it's people that are more pro-action or more like uh, more conservative or more risk uh, seeking, let's say, um, it's like everyone agrees about the validator distribution problem. Um, so that should be a point that everyone can work on 
together very easily. Uh, you know, like for example, maybe you do just like a really aggressive delegation program uh, and strategically try and uh, dilute the voting power of some of those validators, for example. Uh, and I think you could have like really strong consensus on that among these different groups that talk shit to each you, other otherwise. I, I think that uh, I think what every chain needs, and I think Stargaze is way ahead of the game. You need actual project validators that when push came to shove, they could all get together and say, you know what, we are going to have an aggressive redelegation campaign and we're all going to drop our fees down to 1% and we're going to try to steal delegations. You know, it's fair, but it's stealing from the top five stick, you know, the sticks in the mud validators who are just cashing out. They don't really care what's going on in the chain. Like they don't give a shit about the apps. They don't care about the projects. I think. I think that that should be done regularly as almost like a purge, right, on, on every chain in Cosmos, because there is no chain that's in good shape with with um, distribution, I don't think. Yeah. Is Maria leaving? I sort of wave her hand. She's like, to hell with this. <laughs> yes. But yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I think I think you should do a delegation program and maybe like um, validator outreach too and like strategically try to see who's on board with whatever you guys, direction you, guys need, you want to do. You, you know what I mean? Blocks. No, no you, you need voting blocks because it's already, you're already, you're up against that anyway. Yeah. Right. No, you're up I, against I, that. I, I so, so you need projects to say, look, we don't agree on everything, but for the next three months, let's drop our commissions down. We'll try to double our delegations if we can. We'll try to increase our self stake if we can. And then together, we need to try to get through a reasonable prop that, yes, it's not ideal, but maybe it'll pass. If if we if we increase our voting power, you know, four or five percent as a collective, because you're up against that. If you don't think the validators scratch each other's backs, you're out of your minds. Like it's 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 guaranteed that these guys vote together. It's guaranteed. And I I I, I remember what I was going to say, but I don't want to interrupt Signal when he's actually having fun on space. I don't know if you want you want right. to. I'll I'll let you I'll let you keep talking about Stargaze, then I'll chime in with my. Uh, <laughs> My my, re I have a reasonable middle. Between no, it's a great validator and, set. They're all really aligned with the team and the community. It's just such a wonderful place. Everybody um, has a, has an icon that's an <laughs> NFT. I know everyone's got a logo. No, um, but look, the master of Juno trivia is in the audience. We got Soy listening. Um, but yeah, sorry, I think Ray was going to say something. No, Ray, Ray Ray's not going to say. I I, I want to. No, I'm wasted. Fuck you guys. I was going to say between Ray and Tanks. Like little, like, but in the middle of what Ray and Tank were talking about, I think there's a, a third, like a third party that's not getting brought up, and that's the uh, third rail. There's a third rail, and that third rail is the actual person who's supposed to supposed to deliver to the chain, right? Like, in other words, the problem the problem that all the chains have is that all these grants are paid up front, and there's no accountability whatsoever. These projects, not only do they disappear, they'll build competing projects on, on competing chains with the money that they, that they fucking stole from Juno. So I think my idea where you do, not give, you do not give anybody a grant ever, what you do is you come up with this way to support them continuously if they're doing what they promise to do. So the onus is on them to make and keep promises. And the subdow or whatever their job is to just monitor it or cut ties completely if something is not getting done. So 
my idea was, and I didn't think about this very long. I thought about this for like a day. And I was like, what if, what if Juno said, this team is going to build something that we need on the chain. They're going to, we're going to make them promise this, this, and this, as long as it's reasonable. And in return, we're not going to give them a grant, but what we will do, and we're not doing no bullshit token swap because that's fucking dumb. Every token swap is sucked, has sucked in every, every, between any two chains. What we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to put steady buy pressure on their token. We're going to diversify our community pool and we're going to buy it in a set dollar amount in US dollars. Let's say it's $100 a day, $100 an hour, whatever it is. And to start, we're going to put some protocol on liquidity. Each project's going to put up some money into a liquidity pool, and we're going to exclusively use this pool to transact. And if they're doing what they're supposed to do, we continue this, this buying of the token. They're going to develop. They're going to build games. They're going to build an app. They're going to build a DEX, whatever the hell it is. At a certain point, if they don't deliver what's promised and there are some warnings and all that, Juno can then liquidate the position and completely tank the fucking token, right? Especially if they're if the deal is big. If the deal's small, there's very little skin in the game. No, they're not going to crash the token, but they're going to they could sell into that pool and buy back Juno with the tokens that they've bought over time. And obviously this can get gamed and there's there's probably problems with this. But in the end it's so much better than a grant that gets paid up front to what what amounts to a bunch of unproven anonymous DAP developers who are building redundant shit in a sea of competition, right? So I think that if you start there, and of course you have to bake in a lot of stipulations into this, but it could eventually all be done by code where let's say the project that Juno is quote unquote investing in, all of a sudden like the the, the token spikes out of nowhere, there's a mechanism that automatically sells that into stable coins and deposits that in the community pool or deposits that into protocol on liquidity, whatever the case, whatever the community wants. I think you could hold that above the the builders who are promising stuff. And then there's less, there's just less responsibility on those who are monitoring it because all the promises are made by the person who wants the funding to begin with. I just want to say you're slick. You're slick with your titles, dude. I love your titles. That shit made me laugh. I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking killing it right now. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking killing it. Let's say Signal's going to build an NFT marketplace. The, sorry, Signal DAO is going to build a marketplace. Juno, he doesn't want to build a marketplace. Well, Loop is already pretty. I'm good. already on like one of the best marketplaces you can be on, actually. So that is no true. Need. That is true. It's uh, I forget what it's called. Is it Loop? The one on Juno. <laughs> <laughs> I had the option thankfully thank god we never put something put that on leap but we did, Listen, they did a protest I, and juno is like um juno's the only chain that had four nft marketplaces and not a single person on the chain cared about nfts did we that have four the cross the cross chain one wasn't there one called like is it it's not talus Talus was on Juno. Was on Juno originally. You have passage. You got four. Um, and there's four. I'm I'm gonna count passage. I probably shouldn't count passage because they kind of built that for themselves, right? Because passage was supposed to be an app on Juno. Man, they look fucking smart. Launching their whole other chain to not launch on Juno, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I about that. 
Tank, you want to do our meeting now so we can get it over with? Our NFT national meeting? Like right now in the space or like you want to meet on Google Meet? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Signal's here too. He, Signal, were you supposed to be in the meeting? That was Drew. I don't know. Is he supposed to be in the meeting? Uh, I can tell him to join here. I don't think it, this is very preliminary, so That's we don't true. need that. We'll just assume that that Signal is one person, and we'll uh, we'll operate that way. But basically, we're going to talk about sponsorship tiers, right? We're going to talk about location. We're going to talk about date. That's like the three main things. And then we'll go from there. And also the website. So four things really quick. We can hammer it out. Yeah, we can do it, man. All right. And actually, Signal, you're here. You could definitely put some input in because uh, what I want to do is obviously the next NFT Nashville will probably be like double the size, I would imagine. Like conservative estimate, like double the size. I want people that bought tickets last time to get a discount on the tickets this time. And I want them to be able to sell their tickets if they can't make it. So I wanted to make the tickets from last time into NFTs. I think Omniflix can do that because they're the ones that did the ticketing. I want Omniflix to convert the the tickets into NFTs. I want people to be able to trade them. And then they get like a 30, 40, 50% discount on the 2024 ticket, whoever holds that bad boy. But you're saying there's ticketing capabilities on Stargaze, so maybe we'll hear you out on that because we don't really know. Yeah, I can't give any advice on Omniflix. Uh, don't really know much about that. But what, what would tickets look like on, on Stargaze? Just curious. <laughs> well, I think what you could do if you wanted to do that is if you had all the addresses of people, you could set, you could make a collection that was the tickets that was, let's say, I don't know, 300. And then the people that had tickets from last time, you would just give them like a whitelist with a discounted uh, price. Oh, so you'd have okay. like a hundred on a whitelist, and then um, and then it would all automatically be on the marketplace if they wanted to resell. Well, t Tank, we could do that because let's say we're going to sell a hundred tickets. Let's say we're going to sell a hundred tickets. We know not everyone's going to buy tickets on Stargaze, but we could put a certain percent of them on Stargaze for a little bit cheaper than the PayPal version or the like the fiat version that we did on a was. A, Omniflix set up something first. So let's say we do 60% of the tickets on Stargaze, 40% of the tickets, like kind of general admissions, a little bit more expensive, I guess. And uh, we could do that. We could do that. Tank just dropped down to listener. He quit. T Tank quit. Uh, Ray, do you want to help me plan an NFT conference in, in Nashville? Ray is out. Ray is out. He's just preparing his money laundering speech <laughs> since he brought up NFTs. He, he's, he's like, NFTs for fiat, this just sounds wrong. You're going against, you're going against uh, KYC AML. No, but I think, uh, Signal, I think we could do um, a combination of NFT tickets and regular tickets. But we, I want the tickets from last year to be used as coupons, let's say, for the, for the new tickets. And Omniflix actually collected um email addresses because those e those tickets got emailed so we could round up just about everybody who bought tickets last year and say hey d click this link that omniflix provides and that'll give you an nft on omniflix to represent your ticket from last year you could sell it you could do whatever but then is there a way to use that as the whitelist that you were talking about or would it have to be completely separate on stargaze you think well, if it was if you had them on Omniflix, you could easily just whitelist all those same addresses on Stargate. Yeah, right? it's just the all right, Batch so I guess, thirty-two or Rebecca thirty-two. 
So all right, so that I'll worry about that. Tank, um, Tank found a venue that's pretty fucking sweet. It looks like it's about two to three times bigger than the venue we had last year. Um, I say we should all vote right now in the in the space. Just give a thumbs up if you think Tank should just put a deposit down on that place. Just trust me. I saw the pictures online, and I think it's good. Yeah, I got to figure out how much that deposit is first, though. But I'm I'm, yeah. I'm right there with you, man. Because you could always like take back a deposit before a certain date or just eat the deposit if you find something that's way, way, way better. Um, but I think I think that place is great. Location is probably more important than than like yeah. a couple hundred bucks here or there. Yeah. And also the space. Um, so there's that. So we that we just handled fucking two things. This is a productive meeting. What were the other two things we had to worry about? Um Oh, the sponsorship. Uh, sponsorship. Sponsorship prices. So we, we want to give cheap sponsorship prices for the projects. But we want platforms to fucking bleed when it comes to We want platforms to get hammered. <laughs> right? <laughs> so but projects should be able to get in for – to be able to sponsor for a little bit. I think we should also offer very, very like limited spots for projects that want to – kind of run ads during the live stream kind of like what cosmoverse did we should find out how they did that and we should be able to run spots and we don't have to sell those ahead of time we could sell those leading up to the like a month or two before we want to make the sponsorships cheap like 500 bucks which i think is pretty cheap for in crypto prices where like some projects pay like tens of thousands of dollars for like nothing right so 500 bucks, if you're a project, you can, or an individual, right? Or a validator, you can sponsor 500 bucks. And then what were the other two tiers? 25 and four? Am I getting rugged again? I swear to God. I think you were just muted. I think you're good. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm like walking around trying to help out around the house too. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think I would love to be able to do those ads. I think it's not that hard. And as this new place, if we can get it, has definitely uh, a really good setup when it comes to being able to stream. So, all right, that's perfect. Good. That's perfect. All right. So, and then the, for a platform or like a layer one, we want to do the the sponsorships, obviously higher than last year, and um, but we want to cap the sponsorship so that no one project can try to like take over the whole comp, the whole event, right? Yeah, we were like. Um... What would we be calling it? Uh, anchor or um, what's the word you used before for our top tier? Oh, we could do like one flagship sponsorship. Flagship. We could do that because, you know. I think, mm, I think we keep it open to at least two or three, man. Okay. Okay. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Uh, you, like, like, maybe sponsor. maybe Signal and Ray can tell us. Like, I don't know, man. I think, I think two or three would be probably smart. And people that sponsored last year should get like a – should be able to, to, to sponsor for less if they want to sponsor compared to a new sponsor something like that right oh no no for sure yeah for sure that was our commitment before for being og yeah. sponsors and believers of us uh and what we were trying to do with our vision uh like we're always going to be there there has to be a benefit for those guys has to be what about if this? everybody thinks that's unfair where you should have fucking believed in us the first time so yeah i was gonna say what about the projects that promised to send us money and we started planning around that and then they fucking ghosted ghosted us even for as little as 500 bucks they definitely pay that? double they definitely pay have double. to pay oh, double. Okay. and then we got to remind them too that like should hey we you're fucking double name them? You're should again. we name them right now yeah we can we can definitely <laughs> i know at least three of them off the top of my head it's like yeah we'll sponsor 
Well, for sure. Did, did Finn ghost you? Who? <laughs> did you say Finn? Finn with Terra Spaces? No. So Finn. I'm just joking because he's because it's Terra Spaces here. I think Finn was like one of the first people that ponied up. To be honest. Yeah. No. Actually, Finn. Uh, yeah, he's good I'll, for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw uh, Rack FM on the bus here. Uh, Finn actually oh, or Terra Spaces uh, fronted up the Rack FM's uh, spot on there as well. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to Finn, man. Finn's the Finn's the backbone. Finn's I don't the, think I would accept. I wouldn't accept a sponsorship from Finn. I would only accept an, his presence at this point. I think Finn needs, yeah, needs to yeah. just come. I think that. I think that would be a. Um, I had two regrets from NFT Nashville. Number one, didn't get to meet the mayor, and uh, number two, Finn bailing out like months ahead of time as if he had something better to do. It's pretty rough. <laughs> he said his uh, babysitter wasn't. He backed out on him or whatnot. So. Dude, my yeah, mom will fucking watch any kid. Just bring bring your kid over here. My, my mom, over there. my both my kids were sick, and my mom was like, "This is great. You guys have fun." My kids are throwing up; they can't breathe, and she loved it. Grandparents, man, grandparents. But no, yeah. yeah. So, um, but we'll say passage. Passage has has to pay double. This, this oh, sh- I forgot. I forgot about passage. Passage has to pay double. We also <laughs> had like an hour meeting with them too. Yeah. And now, now I'm sorry, Lex. Love you, man, but you guys got to pay double. Cotto. Cotto got to pay double. Fucking yep. Notional has to pay double. <laughs> Notional got to pay triple. No, Notional's got to pay way more than that. And uh, there was another project that I, I, I won't say. They, um, they, they wanted to sponsor, but because they couldn't come, they didn't want to sponsor. So there was that, too. But Can they I have other it? problems. I'll, I'll say it. I don't care. I don't think you know who it was. No, I do. Go ahead. Those little owls got to pay triple from now on. No, no, he sponsored. He, no, he, he didn't. Oh, he didn't? Did he? I, yeah, he did. He paid early, I think. Oh, but he didn't come. Yeah, that's right. He, he was supposed he to come. Pay. He was supposed to come. You know what? And I blame, I blame Rack FM for that. So. Uh, agree. <laughs> uh, I was talking about um, uh, Terraform Labs reached out to me like a week before the conference. And they were like, do you know anything about this conference? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to it. And I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm hosting it. it. <laughs> so yeah, Terraform Labs, they, um, they were like, well, we can't send anybody. So we'll wait for the next one. So the next one's coming. Well, I take that back. I take that back, Wolfman. I thought, I probably, it's been a long time. I've already been. I'm pretty sure he paid like really early. Like he paid Oh, he quick, did. I think but, you're right. I think he, I think he paid. He just, they didn't want to. I think he because, paid quick, but. I think I think the, the thing with him was he thought there was gonna be like uh like uh, like tables like uh like it was like a conference center. Dude, that fucker that fucker said I want for five hundred dollars. He said he wanted a forty foot tent, two tables, and like all this others. I was like, what are you talking about, bro? What you, <laughs> what I got that, about? but for what? Like it's NFTs. Just show people. Yeah, just I was like, you get a NFTs. I don't get it. Yeah, do you got a bunch of stickers and shirts and like TVs you're gonna put on the table? I don't understand what you what you're needing. But I know I love I love Wolfman. It was just kind of I was like, what are you what are you talking Here, about? Here's something else that we have to think about, and maybe we need like boots on the ground, like um, like yield most. We might want to reach out to them or like Reese. There has to be local community for for Nashville for for crypto, and maybe we could get like some kind of involvement with them where they get to like do giveaways of of tickets or people that actually want to come, but they don't want to pay like the full price. We hook up like local crypto communities 
So it's not just all people that we know from Twitter spaces going to the conference. That might be a, a challenge, but I think it could be done. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, the Yudmos guys, some of the some of the guys actually live here in Reese, obviously, you know, he's in the area as well. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think this, like you said before, Joe, and, and you know, we've said it many times to each other, like we've got the formula. It's we've proven it before. Now it's just let's do it again. And also we gotta figure Bigger out like bet. um if Gaines is gonna wanna run this back with us or not. <laughs> or I, I think Gaines is gonna be, dude, from what I saw, I think I think our our buddy's gonna be in Japan, man. From what I what saw. What the hell? Uh, sorry, so that Yeah, he posted something loss. like, Oh, I'm going to that's Japan. Okay. Like that. I was like, Oh shit, man. So basically for, for you what guys, are your dates? What are the dates? Sorry? Uh, July, July twenty six, twenty seven. One of those two. We got we got to decide okay. like this week, but it's um it's a weekend. Yeah. So the Bitcoin conference runs right into ours. So that's the other thing. We need some kind of integration there with uh with Ordinal's projects, and I'm going to start reaching out to like, I don't know, I think on my on my spaces I've had like maybe like seven or eight different inscription projects, and a lot of them are also developers like helping to build platforms and whatnot. I think um, I'll just one by one start going down my list, start reaching out to people. Hey, do you want to come? Do you want to sponsor? Does your community live local? Do they want to come? So I think to have some integration with Bitcoin would be just nothing but positive. And also, we need to reach out to, um, uh, what is it, Asteroid Protocol, and just say, hey, why don't you talk about inscriptions? If they're kind of like NFTs, right? They're like an enhancement of NFTs. Come. We'll, we'll make it a, uh, we'll make it more like wide scope. Oh yeah, it's NFT inscriptions convention meeting and whatever we're calling. I it. think it'll be NFT Nashville. Uh, just um, to inscribe to drive home or something like that. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> to to inscribe. That's good. I invited Bruce up here just because I haven't talked to this guy in a while and I want to make fun of his accent. Fucking Bruce. I think it'd be good, man. Um, Did Bruce get meeting. Racket, yeah, look how productive we've been, dude. We've been so today, There's dude. a lot of pressure. We know this is getting fucking recorded. We got Terror Spaces in here. And um, we got Ray. Ray's fucking checking the uh, NFT Nashville wallet addresses right now. <laughs> So, but yeah, I think, uh, I think this was good. And I think, um, yeah, I'll work on inscriptions. I'll, I'll reach out to Yieldmost also and just say, hey, do you have any local, you know, Nashville crypto people that we could advertise our? Oh, they do. They yeah. do. They've, they've already reached out. And they've already said that they're, you know. They're, That's awesome. Yeah, they, um, they just showed up. I guess I great. can actually give a little bit of uh, un, unofficial, yeah, but like, I guess kind of verbally official uh, announcements. Like. Uh, we've, we've had commitments, obviously, from our friends over there at Astro Vault. They're committed to coming back and being sponsors. Um, you know, uh, Dead, Dead Right Dove from Kajira, uh, which is kind of very interesting to me. Uh, I don't know if he's just, like, a really nice and supportive guy, but I'm like, you guys going to be doing shit with, like, uh, with your NFTs and shit? But um, he said that, they've you know, they're, they're interested in, in sponsoring as well. I've got um, alpha on that, we've actually, had if you want to hear. Yeah. For, oh, I yeah. Some good alpha, and it, it it aligns with our priorities, which is which is good. It checks off the, the selfishness selfishness box that I always have. Um, that we someone very close to us who's an expert at organizing conferences might be working with Kajira. 
Nice. So there you go. I know. Who you're so talking. we might uh, Amanda might be the like the uh, American wing of in person events for Kajira. She's in in, in like the process now of. Uh, Good. Yeah. Fucking. She's gonna be our. She's gonna be. We're we're fucking bringing her. Then we're bringing her on. We're bringing the whole fucking thing. Yeah. There's gonna be. A, she'll be the I, I've, liaison. I've been to a bunch of her events. It's somehow it fucking is like goes off without a hitch. Um, there's always drinks. The drinks are always cold. There's food. Everyone's fucking happy at the end. It's it's really good. Oh, and something else I, w- I would think about. Last year, we didn't have the money for it, really. But we had an offer from uh, Alex, that content creator, who he does a lot of content in Spanish. Um, what the hell is his freaking YouTube channel? But um, he offered to come in and like... Um, record and and do clips do you remember that uh yeah i do remember i forget what, is it, what the title Crypto? is too i think that's that's his channel his, his channel's good and he showed up to nft nyc and he did clips of um of amanda's nft nyc event last year and he's like super motivated professional and like um just does his job brings like fancy equipment and all that so might want to reach out to him at some point he's cool guy so throw dodgeballs at my kids in the trampoline part or in the trampoline because i think that looks fun yeah. well i think i think this is the most successful meeting we've ever had i think this is uh i think next one we stream on youtube and we engage with the chat yeah for sure for sure and we'll probably have more uh official uh announcements when it comes to sponsors and, and people that are going to be coming so that'd be good man that'd be good joe yeah signal ray appreciate you guys man yep and uh everybody else have a great one to- and uh, we'll see you, see you on the 26th, 27th. I think that'll be, that'll be a good time. Good catching up with you guys. Take care. Yep. Feel better, Signal. I think you got the sound oh, yeah. over there. I do, yeah. I could tell. Yeah. Sorry. Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash Is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here Looking faceless Trying to make a living Selling friendship bracelets Dead ends Dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives, and then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over the impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come, first serve mentality. The teeth stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Eats, tearing apart your 
Come in utility, all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity. Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each. I'm on the back, ten stargazing after the siege. Commanding all the management to grab a few seats, and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats, and if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each. Motherfuckers, fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and blunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Terror spaces.